0: grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto each and every one of you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My dear friends, in tonight's Old Testament reading, we see God called Jonah, yes, Jonah, into ministry. Yeah, unlike the disciples, Who left their boats in our gospel reading and followed Jesus, Jonah resisted God's call. Kind of shocking, isn't it? Yet keep in mind that Jonah was called to minister in Nineveh, it was the capital of ancient Assyria, one of the the most Violent and cruel empires in the history of the world. When Assyria conquered territories, there was there always followed a slaughter of many people and the enslavement of anyone left living. Preaching in this corrupt an evil capital of international terrorism, would not exactly be a picnic or a vacation. Yet God, yes God Almighty, called Jonah to enter this corrupt culture and proclaim his judgment. Yes, God called Jonah to set aside all fear and faithfully carry out his vocation. His vocation as a prophet and proclaim God's judgment and wrath
1: against
0: Nineveh. Well, Jonah, knowing that his life would be in true peril, refused. That's right. He refused to go. He ran away. He went the other direction. He did not answer God's call with a yes. He answered it with a no. And ultimately,
1: that's because
0: Job was a weak and sinful man. Sounds familiar. Kind of like you and me. He allowed fear to prevent him from answering God's call. Well, all of us who went to Sunday school know what happened next, right? When Jonah boarded a ship and headed the other direction, the very opposite direction then God had called him, God sent a great storm. And it's kind of a long story, but in the end, the sailors on that ship threw Jonah, Him back on shore, Jonah was graciously, graciously given another chance by the Lord. Another chance by the Lord God to be faithful to his calling. Yes, Jonah was graciously called by God to the location of a prophet. For a second time. And this time, he did what God called him to do. He journeyed to Nineveh. He journeyed faithfully to the very city he wanted to avoid. So what happened this time? Jonah preached the Lord's message. It's a very short sermon. Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be over from. I know, I know what you thinking. thinking. Pastor. Oh, come on, short sermon. You're supposed to laugh at that. sermon was enough. The people of Nineveh, our text says, believed God and called for a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. Sackcloth was a symbol of repentance, sorrow over sin. Even the king of Assyria joined in by leaving his throne and royal robes behind and sitting in sackcloth and ashes. Then the king proclaimed a fast and a sackcloth for all his subjects, even the animals. Yet there was to be more. The king decreed that every person was to turn from his evil way and from the violence that was in his hands. Did you catch that? The fasting and sackcloth would be futile and meaningless without repentance
1: that included amending
0: their sinful From their evil, wicked, godless ways. Well, here's a, here's a key to, to grasp. Our Lord, our Lord is merciful and does not desire the death of the sinners. Indeed, God promises. That when sinners turn to him in repentance and confess their sins, he promises that he is faithful and just and will forgive their sins and cleanse them from all forgiveness, or salvation for someone like that. That's how we often think. We view people as unforgivable. But God doesn't. People of God, the miracle of divine grace, is more powerful than in the worst of human beings. Sin. Listen to the text. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that He had said He would do. God had mercy even to those wretched, wicked, evil folks in the city in Nineveh. So what happened next? Well, Jonah was a prophet, but he was also a very, very sinful human being. Jonah had been given a second chance. God had forgiven him for running away and called him a second time to the office of a prophet. Yes, Jonah himself had been forgiven by God and restored by God. He had been shown God's mercy and grace, but when the Lord relented and showed on the people of Nineveh, how quickly John forgot the forgiveness, the forgiving nature of our God. God said, "Should not I pity Nineveh, the great city?" With those words, God called Jonah, and He called you and you and me to see that His amazing grace, His incredible mercy, is sufficient for all Ninevehs For no matter how wicked or evil they might be. Indeed, wherever human sin is strongest, the grace of God is stronger. Yes, in His abundant mercy and grace, God calls broken sinners. In Nineveh, in Rochester, in Des Moines, and Milwaukee, and Chicago, the list goes on. He calls all broken sinners to repentance and faith. God calls us to repent of our sin and receive His forgiveness, life, and salvation in His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have a hand on our hymnal that puts it this way. Jesus' sinners doth receive. There is forgiveness. God calls us to repent of our sin, seeking to amend our sinful life. He is faithful and just and will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Jesus' sinners doth receive. What's more, God calls sinners like Jonah and you and me having experienced God's grace and unconditional love, God's forgiveness to go and proclaim the good news of God's abundant mercy to others. Yes, we who have been touched by God's mercy and grace and forgiveness in Jesus Christ are called to share that good news of forgiveness wherever our two feet hit the ground. And there's a lot of ground out there that needs to hear the message of God's forgiveness, right? Right? Our world is filled with places that can be called modern-day Ninevehs, right? And the good news is that even as the Lord sent Jonah into the midst of ancient Nineveh to bring them to repentance, He now calls you and me, His people today, into the darkest and most rebellious places in our world today. So let me ask you: What is your nima in your vocation as a child of God? Where is God calling you to call others to repentance and faith, just like Jonah? Christian parents. Perhaps God is calling you to point your children, your teenagers, yes, even your adult children, to see that perhaps they strayed from God's holy will and holy ways to amend their sinful lives. Students, perhaps God is calling you to point out to your peers that they are succumbing to the temptations of their sinful flesh rather than following Jesus. And that Jesus calls them back to Himself, to come to Him in repentance, to amend their sinful lives, to find forgiveness in the blood of Jesus. People of God, perhaps God's calling you and me to call sinners, we know, to repent of their sinful lifestyles and to seek forgiveness and a new life in Jesus Christ. You know, the epiphany season is all about light. We live in a world of sin, darkness, and death. And yet, we know Jesus, who is the light of the world. We know Jesus, in whom there is forgiveness. We know Jesus, who comes to us, in with honor, the bread and the wine at this table, it gives us His body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. The Holy Spirit wants to use us, you and me, to share the light of Jesus' love and Jesus' forgiveness with others in our world, our world of sin and darkness and death. Come tonight. Bring your sin. And Jesus will give you his forgiveness. And he will, will give you with his spirit that you may leave here to share the light of Christ. The light of Christ's forgiveness. The light of Christ's love. In Nineveh and in Rochester and wherever your two feet hit the ground. May God grant for Jesus' sake in your life and mine. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses human understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus unto the life everlasting. Amen.